Now you say something. No. Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to episode 2S. S is for single leg. The single leg takedown involves grabbing one of the legs of the opponent, usually with both hands, and using the position to force the opponent to the ground. Nice. It's a good technique. It is a good technique. I can't even get through the intro. I'm so excited to tell our listeners. I can't and believe our it. It's I can't insane. believe it. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It was Guys, a process. It was a process. It was a process. It's been insane, but your boys and girls, Anna and George, <laughs> are in Fight Island in Abu Dhabi to watch the crazy fights that are happening tonight. UFC 251 live. Crazy. It's insane. We- it took a lot to get here. It took a lot yeah. to get here. 14-hour flights, multiple COVID tests, but we're here. Thanks to our sponsors. We'll get more to that later, but we just inked a deal, basically, and Holding Hands and Throwing Fist podcast is going to grow. It's already grown. It's what growing. the hell? We're, We're in Abu Dhabi. It's fucking hot though, guys. <laughs> it's so hot, dude. I'm always sweating. This is like unrelenting heat right now. And it's 14 million o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So who even knows? So fights are, well, for us, they're tomorrow morning-ish. For you guys, they're Saturday night. Yeah, ish. Ish. I don't even know. I'm just so excited just to be here. It's amazing. Thanks to the UFC for doing everything. We got our first real COVID test. Uh, Anna decided to get the nasal swab. I got the throat swab. I mean, several times, obviously. Yeah. It's not just one test. We had to take it, be quarantined before they let us on the uh, flight. Tell them about the flight. The flight was insane. Everybody flew business class. It was an empty flight on an Emirates f- flight, and it was just uh, fighters. We were on with like the early prelim fighters and coaches and UFC employees. And, and obviously, we're professionals too, so we didn't like interview anyone or try to like go up to anyone. Well, they made us sign that paperwork too. I know, but but we got to fly with the media, which was amazing. Because we're. Yeah, we're media now. It's just the beginning. We're definitely the runs of the media pack, but... That's okay. It's all right. We have each other. God, we're in Abu Dhabi during a global pandemic. All right. Let, let's get to the reason we're in Abu let's Dhabi. Get to it. All right. July you can't sound 11th. Like news. On Saturday night for you guys, UFC 251, the first fight on Fight Island. What? Um, the main card is at 10 off because it's a pay-per-view, but prelims start at 8, early prelims start at 6, both are on ESPN, we always tell you to watch, we're gonna say it again, watch it guys. And normally we would tell you, you don't have to buy the pay-per-view and you could just hit us up and follow our Instagram for all the news, but our sponsors have told us that you guys should consider buying the pay-per-view. Yeah, we can't discourage you from And it's also a great card, right? Yes. All right. So let's go. Let's just give a quick rundown of the card and we'll get to the top five. Okay. We're just going to, we don't know a lot of the people on the undercard, but we're still going to watch, obviously, because we're going to be there. The main card is stacked. So from bottom to top, we're going to go Jessica and Josh versus Rose Nama Yunus 2. If you remember, Jessica dropped Rose on her neck in a really bad way and knocked her out the first time, but Rose made a full comeback and now she's fighting in the rematch. Peter Yan versus Jose Aldo. Super excited for that fight. Championship bantamweight fight. 
Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway for the featherweight championship. And then Kamaru Usman was supposed to fight Gilbert Burns, who unfortunately tested positive for COVID pre his flight out here. And Jorge Masvidal stepped in on six days notice to fight Kamaru Usman. We are so excited. I can't fucking wait, babe. Let's get to the top five. I can't wait. Let's go. Babe, start off the top five with what Jorge Masvidal is achieving. Oh my gosh. Well, George already mentioned it. Burns is out. Masvidal is in. This is the fight everyone wanted in the first place. So the universe has our back. Yeah, there you go. They they, they gave it to us. Thank you, universe. Um, six days notice. Obviously, he too had to go through all the COVID testing. Um, and his coaches had to. And one of his coaches, Mikey Brown, did test. Not direct coaches. He must not be. He must not have been training with Mike Brown. Because Mike Brown tested positive. So he didn't even leave Vegas. But um, Masvidal somehow... I This is like... I mean, I always think weight cut is, like, really crazy, but this is crazy to me because he didn't even know he was on the card. Therefore, he's not watching his weight or what he's eating at all. You said you had just seen him posting eating at, like, a Brazilian steakhouse or something yeah. um, right before he knew he had to step in. But um, Masvidal cut 20 pounds in six days. I don't understand that. On top of, like, flying, which just, like, bloats you and all that stuff, too. So, um, everyone weighed in, right? I don't think there was one. Yeah, yesterday when we when we yeah. first got to Abu Dhabi, we watched from the media room the weigh-ins, and we were all, like, super nervous. First of all, we didn't want to look like dorks. Second of all, we were just like, there's just too many fights over here, and someone's going to miss weight. All these fighters got on planes, flew... Over 14 hours and got to Abu Dhabi the week of. Like, usually everyone has two weeks. Maybe, usually they have more time to do this than cut weight in a different country with COVID tests and not being able to go to the gym and saunas everywhere. so crazy. So the fact that we watched the weigh-ins and everyone made weight. It was amazing. Just a little thing for all you fucking MMA Twitter clowns that are out there talking shit about how Jose Aldo and Jorge Masvidal needed to weigh in with their underwear off behind the towel. Just remember, calm down, guys. They didn't have the extra pound allowance or half pound allowance that you get for regular fights. They're fighting for championship weight, all right? So relax. They didn't want to cut that extra last .4 or whatever. Seriously, it's nothing. So shut up. Yeah. Anyway, number one... Definitely way to go, Masvidal. Done. So happy you're here. Number two, bringing back one of our old segments, why we want both to win. Max Holloway versus the reigning defending champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. We want both to win. How are we going to do this? Am I going to talk about both or am I going to pick one and go for it? Um, why don't you pick one and go for it and then I'll go because if you do both, it's going to be too long. Got it. Alexander Volkanovsky, he took the belt from Hiker Holloway. (laughs) Uh, We have to mention Hiker Holloway. Yeah, we watched the fight. Uh, Five rounds. uh, Alexander won all five rounds by a small margin, as uh, Niall would say. Um, But 
he did win. He's an awesome guy. He's uh, the second champion that City Kickboxing has produced. He's the same uh, team as Israel Adesanya, who's the 185-pound champion. And he's just an overall good guy as well. He just had this whole thing with the media that uh, he thinks that people need to be reminded that mixed martial artists are martial artists and that when you go to the gym, you have to show respect. Mm. Um, so I like that. Yeah. But, but, but... We do also want Max Holloway to win. We want Max to get his belt back. Max is first looking fly with mm -hmm. his longer hair. Um, second, he's still Hiker Holloway. He said it was a huge hike from his bed to the hotel bathroom when he was quarantined there, and he really enjoyed it. He... Um, I do believe he was under more strict training restrictions in Hawaii. He's like, they would have been out to get me um, if they saw me in the gym, whatever. Yeah. Um, whatever. He's claiming and that he's doing everything off Zoom. Come on. Because he's funny. Yeah. And he is funny because you definitely know we mentioned his previous, like, saying. And whenever any other fighter says it, they're all, like, giving credit to Max Holloway. Like, he created it. But he always says it is what it is. <laughs> and he was interviewed by Ariel. And then he said, and I hope he sticks with this as his new saying, it is what it was. It is what it was, baby. It is what it was. It is what it was. It's so good. Think about that. So we do want both Alexander and Max to win. So good luck to you both. There we go. Number three in our top five of the week. Uh, it was announced this week that the UFC apparel sponsorship company, I guess, whatever deal, deal that they have, since Reebok is going to end next March, Venom... The old school fight brand that's still been around is going to be the official apparel company of the UFC. Uh, people were thinking that Nike and Under Armour were going to be the big players. Also, maybe oh, they I were just going to yeah, or they're just going to re up again with Reebok. But no, the UFC is making a crazy hardcore left turn to Venom. Uh, my quick two cents about Venom is that they actually have good gear and they have a good heritage of supporting fighters and making. Uh, quality hard equipment and apparel my one big mm -hmm. criticism mm -hmm. is that mm -hmm. their aesthetic is just very new metal <laughs> affliction e ed hardy e not as bad as affliction or ed hardy but it's closer to that than clean lines in reebok and i hope that venom uh Comes to 2020. Comes to 2020 and finds a way to balance. I get that you that you have a snake with fangs as your logo, but maybe you make that a little bit smaller. And um, I'm also never a fan of spelling a brand incorrectly. Like, uh, Venom doesn't have a U in it, I yeah. don't think. But uh, here we are. Good luck to Venom. Let's just also say that as part of the press release, it included that fighters would be seen more money and let's hope that that's true let's hope that's the only true. reason why i think it might be is that venom literally sponsors fighters and always has sponsored fighters yeah, so Reebok doesn't have that history so uh good on venom if you need any designer production help hit me up i'm not cheap but i'm good <laughs> uh number four 
Mike Perry's fucked up. Um, Man, I feel like Mike Perry has taken over like the past three episodes. I shat on him for being not classy, and then I ate my words because he won and he fought really well. And now this guy is acting like I thought he would act. Yeah, if you remember last week, uh, Anna talked about how he was upset that the tax man was taking so much of his money and that he didn't understand that if you got a whole lump sum as an independent contractor that you would have to pay taxes on that. Um, But we're not even talking about just tax evasion here. He was (laughs) at a restaurant bar in Texas. Like, first of all, why the fuck are you at a restaurant bar? A, B, why are you in Texas when you don't live there during a worldwide pandemic and you also just came from Vegas? C, um, he basically had some issue where someone touched him or pushed him or said something and then the whole bar and restaurant was kind of like pushing him out and they were having a shouting match and then uh, he knocked out an old man. Like, literally, viciously knocked out an old man. I am not Um, watching that video. Yeah, I didn't show it to you because I know that you get upset about that. And then, to make it even worse, um, he started shouting the N-word after. But why? He was saying it the way that somebody would say motherfucker, but he's he's an idiot and you can't say that. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. The one thing I will say, the old man was like mocking him and not that he deserved it, but you can't go to a tiger and grab him by his tail and not and and basically fail. Yeah, no, I agree. So, Mike Perry needs help. The UFC needs to not give him a fight, which I think they made some bullshit like vanilla statement yeah. about how they're going to Get him to get help. Which is even more annoying to me, as you know, because why the fuck are you making a statement about Mike Perry and this, and John Jones does a million trillion things, <laughs> and I don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, uh, but even though John Jones broke a pregnant woman's arm by passing a red light under the influence of drugs and alcohol, he didn't actually fucking lay hands on an old person or a pregnant person the way that Connor did. Um, too, but Connor didn't even knock. The, the Connor's wasn't as vicious. Connor was a little, pot, pot. and also yeah. the guy was a drunk Irish dude at the bar. So I know. That was, seen oh a, my a thing gosh! Whatever, whatever. We spent enough time on this already. Yeah, we're going to number five because we want to end our top five on like the most positive note yeah. ever. Um, so we have spoken about the Euro Bash podcast before. Because we love it. And then we spoke about it recently because we found out that MMA fighting made cuts like most companies during this time. And the Eurobash podcast was canceled. However, this week, Pizzi and Nile are back with The Bash. So however you listen to our podcast, you should also type in The Bash, look for the green logo, and listen to it. I am so happy they're say back. Say it, babe. Just say it. What? The Bash is back. Oh. Feels good. <laughs> okay. The Bash is back. <laughs> um, it is great news. So, you know, now we have a, a podcast that we both like to listen to together back. Yeah, well, that's awesome. We love that. We love Niall and PC. Uh, but we will say now we've taken seniority since Holding Hands and Doing Fists has been around longer than The Bash, even though Euro Bash was longer than Holding Hands and Doing Fists podcast. 
And then that is also why we're here and those scrubs are in Ireland. So... Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> All right, we're going to start doing, at the insistence of our sponsors and also Anna, uh, quick picks. We're just going to do our quick picks. Actual quick picks. What we did here, friends, was we both took a screenshot of the mm-hmm. full card off of UFC's Instagram. Check them out. And we circle to our Pixar. If you don't listen to this episode in time, it's all good because we're going to throw it up on Instagram as well. So we're going to go from the bottom prelims that start at 6 p.m. on ESPN that you're going to watch and just say names. Ready? I'm going to go first. Grant. Day. Rosa. Rosa. Uh, Zumagulov. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that you're going first. Tybura. Grissom. Uh, Bogatov. Santos. Americani. Same. Uh, Zaleski Dos Santos. Same. Ozdemir. Same. Hibas. Van Zandt. Namajunas. Same. Jan. Duh. Volkanovsky. I circled both. (laughs) (laughs) This, wait, before you say this one, I'm really excited who you picked for the main... Fight. I don't know why. Usman versus Masvidal. All right. Why don't you go first then for the last one? Because I'm so excited. Yeah. I had a hard time. I can't believe I'm drawing this out because I'm always like, George, hurry up. This I had a really hard time and I'm going to be happy for both. And I'm going to say, even though George wouldn't let us put this fight is why we don't want, why we want both to win because he said he knows who he wants to win. I wanted this to be why we want both to win too. So this is really hard, but at the end of the day, and I have no reason for it, I picked Usman. I guess we don't want both to win then. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I picked Masvidal. Of course I picked Oh my Masvidal. gosh! Of course I'm I picked so Masvidal. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm so nervous for this fight. This is why I picked Masvidal. I'm just going to say it real fast. He started out He's a first of all, he's a freaking vet. He's been in the UFC for 16 years. He's been fighting even longer than that. Uh, uh, I should double check that. Whatever. He's been fighting forever. From the backyards of Miami. And he's been doing everything the right way. He always is in shape. He's a super athletic person. His wrestling is insane. His striking is insane. Usman is just as good. I am a fan of his as well. But I want to see Masvidal come in on six days notice. Always being fucking game. Literally game bread is his nickname. And pulling it off. And one other thing that I just want to say that I'm obsessing about with this card. And I'm not usually like this. Is I picked all the guys who I feel like have heavier hands. Mm. And that's how we're going to end this. Alright. That is how we should end it. This episode is brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for flying us to Fight Island.